Hey, it's Selena. And this is Paul. And we are the creative team behind Bruce Fest. And we're here to invite you to join us for virtual Bruce Fest on March 24th. Featuring a masterclass on acting with Bruce Campbell himself. Interactive events, live guests, and lots of spooky surprises. And an online immersive game continuing the story of the Bruce Fest universe. Do we dare call it the Bruceiverse? <laughs> I don't think we're there yet. <laughs> yeah, no, probably not. Uh, also, we just wanted to really reach out to the community to tell you guys how much we love you and how much we appreciate your passion for Bruce Fest and also how much we miss you. Yes, we've definitely missed you a lot. We've all been wanting to get together. So this is our way of reconnecting and moving Bruce Fest into the future. Join, Join us March 24th for virtual Bruce Fest. See you there. For more information, visit brucefest.co. Brucefest is not affiliated with Smart. You are listening to a Cult Talk Network podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the Cult of Campbell versus Ash versus Evil, Evil Dead. Dead. I'm Ty. I'm Ian. And today we are taking a look at what else but Ash versus Evil Dead. Episode three. I believe this is called Books from Beyond is what the title of this is. Thanks. So, yeah. Another uh, Michael J. Bassett uh, directorial uh, effort. So I think, you know what? We should just go ahead and there's a lot to talk about in this episode. This, this yeah. is a pretty meaty episode. Yeah, it's very dense. And I think we just need to go ahead and get groovy. Grab your boomstick and fire up the Delta. It's time for A-C-T-I-O-N. Join the cult of Campbell. Groovy. And if you're lucky a little later, I'll let you play with my food stick. Ian, is this your first time watching this episode? No, I've so I've seen the whole show before, but I haven't seen it since the first time I watched okay. it. So this would be the second time I've seen this episode. I didn't didn't remember a whole hell of a lot from it. I believe this is my third time watching it because I watched it when it first came out, and mm-hmm. then a couple months, a uh, week, month or so ago, and we all started about started talking about doing Call to Campbell. I got nostalgic yeah. and watched it again, binged it through. Mm. But this is my third time watching it, and it is a good episode. Yeah, it was. It, this one was less jokey and more action heavy than the last episode. Agreed. A lot um, more uh, exposition. We get we get to yeah. find out about the Necronomicon's origins. Yeah, yeah. So they're at Books from Beyond, and what was his name? Lionel. Lionel. Yeah. So this dude has been like he's had a hard on for this shit for like a long time right like he freaks the fuck out when he sees the necronomicon but uh is her name amanda is that right amanda but yeah. first for for introduced oh, right. there we get a little scene which comes up later on which is a it calls back oh to yeah later on. yeah ruby when uh back. well ruby comes back we get to see ruby uh she comes back just a badass too yep Driving this, down the highway yeah, in a real slick red sports car yeah, i think like a mustang or something yeah probably. we're not car guys but you know well, it's a fast car. It's a it go real fast. <laughs> yeah, and she goes to Kelly's house mm-hmm. and pulls her 
now deadite father from the grave. Yep. And starts interrogating him, which we find out that he is not very inept to give her any information regarding the Necronomicon. Yeah. The deadites do not want her to know where the Necronomicon is. Yeah. She impales him on one of the crosses, and then he's not giving her any information, so she starts torturing him by flicking the fork that's still in his eye. (laughs) Which is pretty badass. And then she uh, gives up there, and uh, we go, we see Ash, Kelly, and Pablo pulling in in front of books from beyond yep and we get a little scene where you know pablo they feel that you know according to ash this is it they're going to take the book and the books from beyond they're going to get the reset button or yep. the, the undo button yep and it's all going to be over everything's going to be back normal and pablo is a little uh a little forlonged about that yeah he's a little he's a little disappointed he he flirts the nickname ghost beaters which yeah. doesn't go over well yeah the trio ghost beaters <laughs> Uh, we get a little exchange between him and Pablo, which I love. After they get done with the book, they're all going to go out for churros. Yep. That's which not is not a racist thing. No, yeah, that's not a racist thing. Really. I love it. Pablo's like, you know I'm not Mexican, right? He goes, that's the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Probably my favorite piece of dialogue yet. God, the, I love those little those little dialogue jokes that, that are in there. I like the just the subtle, innocent racism from Ash. Like, <laughs> right, yeah. He know, doesn't even know what he he's saying. He does not even know what he's saying. He doesn't understand the context when she's saying it. And Pablo just lets it go. And then uh, we go in and meet Lionel, who is just fucking no, he's just hard. He sees this book, and he is full oh, tilt. Instantly enamored with it. Starts reading it. Um, there's a brief exchange where uh, Amanda meets Ash. Yeah, we see that Amanda time. Fisher has been meeting with Lionel. She's also yeah. on the hunt for She's kind of tracking things, putting things together. And yeah. That led her to this. But this is the first time we get to see Amanda Fisher and Ash Williams on screen together. Yep. And of course he hits on her. Of course. Naturally. Uh as he's wanting to do. So she she goes outside and she calls in a favor. She wants the police sketch sent to her. So she gets the picture and she's like, boom, that's Ash. An and identical then, yeah, you can't mistake that chin. Right. It's definitely not Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger for no. sure. But uh <laughs> Pablo sees her get a gun out of her car. And then Kelly makes the point, is there any world where this doesn't have something to do with Ash? Which of course. And then we get uh, Amanda comes in. Oh, yep. Pulls her gun, gun on Ash. And then she is suddenly knocked down by Pablo, who <laughs> knocked her out with like yep. a, a femur. Yep. She's, or something like and she said, uh, I'm a I'm a state cop or something like that right before Pablo hits her. And then he takes him a second. He's like, oh, shit. I just knocked out a cop. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Like, he takes that bow and he points out loud. I was like, it was in self-defense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh ash turns the sign around so now the bookstore is closed and then they have lionel start reading and they're they well after they, after they uh handcuff yeah they handcuff her they to, handcuff to a Amanda. shelf or something yeah and kelly yeah. is put on a cop watch yep, she's she's the babysitter uh so they take the book they start reading from it and ash is like okay so what like what's the undo spell the annulment or whatever and then they can't really find any information. It's too vague. Something about the key is inside of Ash. He doesn't know what right. it means. So he's like, okay, well, tell you what. Find us a wimpy-ass demon. A we'll mouse demon. Him, a mouse demon. We'll summon that demon. Have him tell us what to do. And then send him right back. No problem. Simple enough. Simple yep. enough plan. Which Pablo is not comfortable with. Yeah, but Pablo is the only board. the only voice of reason in this yep. whole thing. <laughs> he's like, maybe we shouldn't keep summoning demons. And Ash yeah. is like, eh, Ash, Ash is like, every time I fight evil, I kick its ass. Yep. No problem. And then Lionel just is fully on board oh, he He's just like, wants i've to, been waiting my whole life for he this. just like, wants yes. to read from that book he does yeah. not give a shit he doesn't care about what they're about to do so they make this giant like pentagram circle with sigils and stuff and they make it out of salt 
And they're like, okay, well, don't break the circle and we're going to be fine. And then Lionel starts reading and back in the other room, uh, Amanda and uh, Kelly are talking and she's like trying to convince Kelly, like everywhere you go, people die. But then we find out that even though Kelly like basically hates Ash, she's like, no, I would be dead if it wasn't. Real. Right. She, she's cool. still, cool she still says gratitude gratitude for him saving yeah, her yeah she still acknowledges yeah, she, like, no she, i would not yeah. be here if it wasn't for him exactly so lionel starts reading from this book well actually yeah. he first he makes a uh some kind of circle i forget what he called it yeah the salt salt circle. salt circle know, yeah. yeah and the, uh, you know the thing is as long as this circle doesn't get broke yeah. the demon will remain inside yep and everything which i can't imagine it will get broke i think i think yeah i can't no. imagine that happening spilling salt on the floor it never gets moved. no that never happens and he starts reading from that book and he is in it he's yep. living oh this yeah. is his it's like moment. a performance for him yes you, and, can, you tell he's waited for his you know, he says when he sees the yeah. book this is my purpose yep yeah he says this yeah he, he feels like this truly is his purpose and shit starts going weird immediately there's black clouds rolling in and there's jars with like animal fetuses and stuff and the the jars and the fetuses start moving and it's pretty creepy uh we get a lot of you know creepy camera angles we get our um our evil dead pov shot of something yep. flying through the woods and also uh ruby is yeah, the book calls her and she yep. fucking guns that, the, that yep. muscle car she hears she in reels the call from the book and starts tearing even more ass down the highway. Uh, but that is the last we see of her for the episode. And then we and get then, Elagos. Yes. So they decided to summon Elagos, who is uh, a demon of like unknown things, because none of them were labeled as quote unquote wimpy demons, as Ash <laughs> said. Uh, but uh-huh. he was like, Yeah, that's good. We'll have him tell us some shit and then we'll send him back. So they they're summoning Elagos. That's the demon they're summoning. And the whole time they're doing this, shit's going crazy. Yep. And Amanda is like, she's like, we got to get in bargaining with Kelly. Them. Like, yeah. tell her, like, you got me go. I'm gonna yeah. help you and your friends. I'm gonna hurt anybody. Yep. And you know, Kelly is kind of torn as what to do because she knows yeah. things are obviously getting fucked up. Yeah. It's it's very much. There's papers flying everywhere. There, you know, it's chaos. She's like, fuck. So she lets her go, and then the demon is summoned and the effects on the demon are cool as fuck oh they are yeah because the so costume cool. the costume is practical you can tell the, he's like gray he's has almost no facial features except this giant gaping mouth with yeah all these horrible teeth his arms are covered in blood like legitimately well, a really I, I think his arms design. are like skinned is what i got i think there's oh maybe okay yeah but they, yeah. I, they were all bloody yeah stuff either way and Looked like, like a uh, it looked like a Cenobite, like something you'd see in Hellraiser. Yeah, it did kind of look like yeah. that. It it was really good, creepy yeah. creature design. Because they do I this effect that. where like its whole body is vibrating, it separates yeah. mouth. Yeah, it's, its mouth stays it's like ever so slightly. It looks like it's shifting, and there's kind of like traces of like blue, green, and red, kind of like seeing pixels on a TV or something. And yeah, it was a super neat effect. So he was like constantly like vibrating and sort of shifting a little bit, except his mouth always remained static. Right. I don't know how they did that effect, but it, it looked was, really cool. It was great. It was effectively creepy with the design. So long story short is that Ash is like, hey, how do we undo this? And the demon basically tells him to go fuck himself. He's like, yeah, I'm not going to help you. He says, my only advice is die quickly. <laughs> so clearly... Uh, this demon yeah. is not wanting to help us. Yeah, anybody. this demon is not helpful. So he's like, Especially right, not Lionel, send him back. And then, okay, I forget how, how did the salt circle get broken again? I forget. 
I think I looked away at that point. Yeah. It gets broke. We know that. Yeah. I always miss little details like that sometimes or I, I can't remember. Yeah. Them. Uh, but yeah, long story short, as the salt circle gets broken, you know, guess who's out? And then the demon starts kicking all of their asses. It's beating the crap out of them. Uh, every once in a while, he'll pop up next to Ash and he'll hold his hands out. And then we'd zoom in to Ash's brain and see it looks like synapses getting separated or something. He's yeah. Like, he's like defeating him on like a microscopic level, uh, which that that's pretty cool. They could have just. You know, had him hold his hands up and had Ash go, eh, and they didn't right. have to show us what was apparently going on. So yeah, that's that like an X-ray neat. effect or something like that. Yeah. That's oh shit! Cool. You know what? We skipped over the big exposition dump. Oh yeah, yeah we, we did. So we wow, we totally washed right over that. Oh yeah, I I knew it. I felt like I was missing a big thing. So yeah, but now before all this started, rewind. Uh, Lionel gives us the exposition dump. Basically, there are these people, these hooded figures called the Dark Ones, and they're not fully demon and they're not fully human, but they wrote the book. They skinned the damned and used their blood to ink the book like that's the book is yeah. bound in human flesh and yada yada so that's where the book came from and lionel explains like it's it's the passageway you use the book right. to connect the worlds so that's what's going yeah on. and the, and the book is essentially harmless unless it's in the hands of someone very evil or very, very stupid, stupid. <laughs> which Ash yeah. immediately gets offended by. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "What? Well, so what if some cool dude? Was yeah, like some cool dude <laughs> trying to impress a lady and reads from it." Like, so yeah, so we found out for the first time because the movies always hinted at stuff, and we got a little bit of backstory, but we never got like the backstory. Right? Yeah, we got a little yeah. bit in uh, Evil Dead Two and Army of Darkness and stuff. But yeah. this was cool to see, like. You know, I like the animation they used and stuff like yeah, that. It, it, was it was really, really neat. Cool. Yeah, it was done in the style of like the blood drawings in the book, which was yeah. super neat. Yes. So it, when Illigos, you know, breaks free, he also kills Lionel. Yep, he sends Lionel a bunch of glass a, shards. When Lionel's trying to send him back, he just shoots a bunch of glass shards into him. Yep, and uh, then uh, Amanda shows up. Yep, Amanda shows up. Every time they shot at him, I thought it was interesting. He would deliberately like dodge the bullets. Yeah, which implied that they could hurt him right that's kind of why i got yeah yeah because yeah, why else would he be you know avoiding right. them which they don't hit him they never do he always teleports yeah away, he's like a portal hopping all over this yeah like, yeah because uh, at room. one point he has ash and pablo in his little weird like destroying your dna grip yeah thing. and then uh, yeah. uh amanda was it amanda or kelly one of them shoots and he, amanda and that gets him yeah that's right that's right i thought it was her but that's how they get him to like go away and like release them so they never really elaborated on that but whatever and uh, then uh, it's Amanda. I uh, know Kelly, Kelly who steps up and yep. takes up, which I thought was. I, I I don't think she actually got rid of him, or just like send him away for a minute. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't know. But she I don't picks think we up. Ever the, come back to that? I don't think we. Ever he comes out. back. Elegos comes he? back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I he. Um. I'm pretty sure he does. Uh. Yeah. You know, we'll get we'll get through that as we watch the series. Right. But I, right. From, I think I recall him come back. But what okay. she does is she picks up the Necronomicon. Mm-hmm. And hits him in the back and then like drops the neck. He disappears. Yeah, he disappears into smoke this time, not just like he teleported. Yeah. Away. And the Necronomicon falls on the floor and like you see like a light in its mouth like yeah. fade out. So, yeah. To you me, said, it looked like said a it was like Pokeball. a Pokeball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is it just <laughs> a like demon a demon? Pokeball. Yeah. Demon Pokeball? God, catch him, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. They should make this episode, this whole series should be as. Ash going town to town, like capturing <laughs> demons with the Summoning Necronomicon. Summoning and then capturing demons. Yeah. And like him, the Necronomicon are like. Side, like Necronomicon's like his sidekick, and they have like witty banter, and like you know, I hate you. Oh my god, it would be the yeah. Pikachu to his ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's like, literally like, Ash. It's oh kind of like there's a I don't I you're the worst thing that happened to me, but I need you. Like, kind of thing. like the book's like I don't I don't like you either, Ash. We gotta capture these things. 
Yes, that's what we that's what they should have this series. I love it. <laughs> that would be great. But uh, then, so Amanda, we, you, th- you think Amanda is going to have yep. like a like she sees that you know Ash is a good guy. You think that? Yeah. So Pablo and Kelly leave. Yeah. Amanda and Ash are left in the books from beyond. They have a little moment. They have a little moment. Ash is like, all right, so now you see I'm not a bad guy. Let me tell you, you my story. Us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then yeah. you hear a. She goes to cuff him, but she cuffs Woody. Yep, she cuffs Woody, which he immediately (laughs) removes and then cuffs her. Yeah, it's a super slick little moment where he just like pops the hand free, holds up the handcuffs, snaps him on her, snaps him on a a bookshelf. Like a magic trick, and then away he goes, and he's... He laments the loss of Woody, but otherwise he's fine. Yeah, so he and, walks out to the car. You know, Kelly and Pablo are like, where's the cop at? Oh, my God, did you kill her? He's like, no, I just changed <laughs> yeah, her, no, I just no, her to yeah. a bookshelf. Which that's another good piece of writing for Ash. Is like he seems kind of cold and callous, but like he doesn't just kill people. No. He's not like, ah, you'd be an inconvenience. Yeah. Boom. I, I like that, too. I like the, that they still emphasize that, like, yes, he's kind of dumb and he's kind of an asshole, right. but he's not a bad guy. He is still the good guy. So, yeah, he leaves her in there. And then they get in the car and they have a moment where he's like, I don't yeah. I feel like my, you know, my pack saved me. It's, today. it's a callback because when they're having the conversation in uh, the car at the beginning, you know, Pablo <laughs> pitches the ghost beer saying, yeah. Ash lets him know, you know, I'm in a lone wolf. Yep. I'm in a lone wolf. He said. And he's, he's uh, one man. You know, yep, once they once they put this genie back in the bottle, that's that they're not riding together yep. anymore. But it didn't work. So now they're out in the car and he's he's like. He, he actually expresses gratitude that yeah. they saved him. And he's like, no, we should run together. Tells him, like, yeah, like yeah. I need in a pack. Like we should, you know, we got to run together. Yep. You know, he's tired of being an alone wolf. He doesn't need to be an alone <laughs> wolf anymore. Yeah. I love that joke so much. And it was like, a really sweet moment for Ash. Yeah. Like it's the first time you ever see, like he's like lowering his guard and he's like, yeah, taking he's, on he's, this family. Yeah. He's letting himself kind of have friends. Cause that, that's something they, I remember they elaborate on in the show is like everybody he's known and loved yeah fucking died horribly yeah when like, he finds someone he cares about they die so yeah, he's got so that's why he's been in he's alone obviously world. a little apprehensive about inviting people into his yeah, life yeah so they they drive off you know to continue their adventures and then we cut back inside and amanda is still chained up and then guess who's back lionel dead still with glass and now he's a deadite and then that's where the episode leaves off Custom. slam to black you know, like, like you said, it was a very dense episode. There was a lot to get through. We skipped a lot of details. But regardless, I think it's a good time to start on the quality. Let's do it. But first, let's talk about Patreon. You can join our groupie tier now for only $3, which includes monthly bonus episodes, early access to all Cult Talk Net podcasts, full-length audio watch-alongs, and access to our private Cult Talk Net Facebook community. Or you can join our certified groovy tier, now only $5 a month, which includes an additional certified groovy bonus episode, early recorded beta test podcast episodes on non-Campbell movies, including Jurassic Park, Tremors, Willy's Wonderland, and more. Plus, more certified groovy exclusive tier content. That is patreon.com slash cult talk net. And this month's episode. Follow the cult as we dive into the 2013 remake of Evil Dead. Will it be rated groovy, not groovy? Can you rate it groovy without the man, the myth, the legend himself? Join Patreon to find out. And our certified groovy exclusive bonus episode, I will be taking on Maniac Cop 2 and 3 in a very special completionist episode to find out what the rating is on the rest of Maniac Cop 2 and the third entry, Maniac Cop 3, Back of Silence. And now, back to the show. Yo, sea bitch. Let's go. Quality of Campbell. This one was a little less focused on Ash as a character, I think. 
it was definitely more of an exposition action episode, which I'm fine with. Yeah. Um, kind of gave the other characters a chance to shine a bit more. I don't know. I, I guess I don't have a whole lot to say. I like the I like the way they did the exposition dump. That stuff can get really boring and seem really right. infested. But the animation and going to the guy who could read the book, that was a good way to get that backstory yeah. out there. I forgot that they mentioned the Dark Ones so early in the show. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the show, skip this little bit. But the Dark Ones don't show up for a long time, like, in the show. Like, actually, as themselves in the flesh. Right. I'd say overall... I'm I'm just gonna go to the rating real quick. I'm gonna give this four flashy creepy demons out of five. Um, it was okay. fun action. It was creepy, but it just didn't feel like it was as fun or as scary or delved into the characters as much as the previous. Episode. I feel that. Yeah, I'm gonna say four. I'm gonna give four jarred fetuses <laughs> out of five. I like it. Yeah, because like the I gotta give them props. Like the action was good. Yeah, and the creature design and special effects for Elagos was fucking great. Yeah, the really creature design that. was great. I liked the beginning of the. I liked the the bookend of the episode. Yeah, I liked the beginning moments with um, Pablo, Kelly, and Ash in the car. Yeah, uh, I liked the reintroduction of Lucy Lawless. Who, if you if you were watching this on a week by week basis, you yeah. would forget that she appeared in the first episode. Right. Yeah, because she wasn't even in the second episode. Yeah. So it was cool to see her reintroduced. I liked seeing Amanda and Ash share the screen for the first time. Yep. And then I liked the ending where we get to see Ash let his guard down and finally accept this family unit yeah. into his life. Uh, yeah. That was very sweet for Ash. A, a rare sweet moment for Ash. Right. Yeah. Because he's usually so callous and dismissive. Right. But yeah, definitely good episode. Solid this episode. Show, yeah. Solid this is very consistent with its quality. That's one thing I'll say. Like, if you watch one episode of this and you're like, that's pretty good. Like, I wonder if the re- the answer is yes. The rest of the show is going to be as good as whatever episode yeah. you watch. I like it, too. It's like, if you're a member of Patreon at Call Talk Net, you'll, you might find the uh, watch along for episode three. Yep. Eric was going to leave at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> And he sat down for a second and immediately got drawn into it and ended up yep. watching a whole episode. Watched the whole episode <laughs> he was, with us. He was like, I got to go. I can't stay for this. And then he just watched two episodes. Because yep. <laughs> <laughs> he got so sucked in. That's what this show does. It's too good to look away sometimes. Yeah. And this is a great episode. Yeah. Another great episode for uh, Ash versus Evil Dead here on Cult uh, of Campbell versus Ash versus Evil Dead. <laughs> I mean, honestly, this series is going to be a lot of us just jerking off how good Ash versus Evil Dead is. Right. Yeah. I, I can't imagine. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it now. I would bet money if there's not going to be an episode where we're like, that was terrible. Cause yeah, I don't remember thinking no. any episode was terrible. Like, even just off the top of my head right now, I'm not, I don't remember a hell of a lot about the show. It's been a few years right. since I watched it. But, like, I definitely don't remember getting through an episode being like, oh, that one kind of This was definitely, like, the first, like, big, uh, I would say, effects-heavy episode. Yeah, with yeah, that, With that, uh, you know, Elagos. And that was a unique design this is the first like non-deadite demon we've got to see yeah this year. yeah we've never seen in even in the movies i don't think there's never been i think a couple i not i, I guess you, i guess the giant head that sticks through the door wouldn't be yeah that kind but, of stuff but but yeah like for like, for ash for evil dead this is the first like uniquely uh, original like demon we yeah, saw aside yeah. from a deadite yes uh it's still got a deadite though it's still yeah, got a deadite yeah, yeah. I think, you know, I mean, for Ash vs. Evil Dead, episode three, I think we pretty much talked about everything we can here. Yep. Obviously, you uh, so Ian gave it a four. four. Four creepy, flashy demons out of five. And I gave it a four uh, jarred fetuses out of five. <laughs> I mean, definitely check it out. Netflix, it's on there. Yep. Uh, you know, we want to hear what you guys think. Let us know on our YouTube. 
at Cult Talk Net. On Instagram at Cult Talk Net. Yep. And if you'd like to, go to our Patreon at Cult Talk Net. It's all nice. very all very uniform. You can go there, you get some watch alongs, you get bonus episodes. Bonus content. And you get to hear our early beta episodes. Yep, our beta episodes. We did we did a few Cult of Campbell, or not Cult of Campbell, excuse me, Cult of Cage to get to get ourselves yes. in the mood. Yes. Yeah, we were hammering out the format, but I, I had a lot of fun with most of those beta episodes. Yeah, you'll find uh, you'll find us doing non-Campbell contents jazz, Snakes on a Plane. Snakes on a Plane, we did Predator. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider Spirit, Spirit of Vengeance, Vengeance which, which is fucking, bizarre. fucking amazing. And also uh, Willie's Wonderlands on there as well. Yes, which I, I very much enjoy that movie. That's a good one. Yeah, so if you want to check out some non-Campbell contents on there and Cult of Campbell, at Cult Talking Net on Patreon. Yep. And the watch alongs for everything we do, we put a watch along so you guys can yep. listen to us uh, uh, banter and stare at the screen for and a little react bit. React and laugh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Eric almost die. Uh, what was we watching last week where he did that? He almost. Um, Alien Apocalypse. Yeah, it was Alien Apocalypse. I thought yeah. he was going to die. But, yeah. <laughs> but, anyways, check us out at Cult Talk Net across the board, Instagram, YouTube, and Patreon, if you will. Yep. But until next time. I think we just need to let everyone know, never forget, stay groovy. Stay groovy. That's the spirit. (laughs) Hail to the king, baby. That's it? That's the best you got? Yeah. Oh, that sucks.